Oh, well, good day, good day, and welcome to Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. And my name's Tim. And, and oh no, you tell them. No, you, you go, bro. You go. Go get them. And that <laughs> is the noise of Timmy's Bluetooth speaker, which sounds like a, a ghost clicking its fingers, doing Morse code. It's real weird, and there's not actually a song playing at the moment either, is there? No, there's not. <laughs> It's going downhill. I think it's on his last legs. Yeah. Let's disconnect that speaker. Hello. Sorry for ignoring you and talking about our speaker. Hopefully you've had a good week. Um, hopefully you've, you found some money. Yeah. That's yeah. always a good way to spend your week is finding yeah, money. Not sure. too much money. That's mm. the whole key of finding money is you don't want to find too much. So much that you have to do something. Yeah. So much that it's like, okay, like this could come back and be a problem for me. You mm. want to you wanna find... A, a a sort of a, a clear ziplock bag so there's no ID. You don't know who's who's. I don't even know bag. I no, like twenty buck oh, note yeah. or fifty buck note. note. What about a hundy? Yep, a, still guilt free. Oh, yeah, if it's, it's just one... floating down the street and it lands at your feet. Yeah, man. What, like that's that's the universe saying here. It's saying cheers. Cheat the week. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> we want you to cheat the week. Yeah, but if you're finding a purse. Oh yeah, you've now got a job. You oh, just got yeah. the universe just said, "Hey, like a family photo in there of those people as well with with with, with two kids. They look like they're in the blue collar parts of the suburbs. You got to get that wallet back to them, man. It's that's, up to you to feed those kids. That's a big part of your day. Just yep. getting that wallet back. That's 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 a slap in the face. That is. Yeah, <laughs> like do the right thing. You got to go do it. We would do it, but wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, hunting down that 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 Boring. mother that lost her wallet. <laughs> How are you, bro? Good, man. Oh, we were going to say as well that our dress-up theme oh, for sorry, this yeah. week, our dress-up theme for this week's is Pirates. Cam is sporting a beautiful uh, blue V-neck shirt. Mm-hmm. He's got an eye patch, a bandana, and a cape. Yep, and Timmy is, I think, a cabin boy, so he's mm-hmm. sim- only wearing a wet loincloth. <laughs> I didn't know that's how cabin boys dressed, but Timmy skidded in here on his knees, sort of gurgling. I can assure you that it is. <laughs> You've looked into it? Yes, very much. A lot of research went into this outfit. Nice. How has your week been, dude? Uh, it's been good, man. Did a handful of things. I don't know. One, The most outlandish thing that I did, the thing that you, I've got two things. One you would expect from me. God. The other. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you would expect from me, the other mm. is like really out of character. And the thing you would expect is I saw the new Chucky movie. Oh, how was it? I loved it. Chucky looks weird, but weird in the way that you're like, you are so creepy and it's so fun. Has that got Aubrey Marcus? Or Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, yeah. yeah and she's and she's from Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's and yeah, it. she's hilarious. Yeah. Was she good as a serious horror actor? Did yeah, she, it's she... hard to believe she's a mum. Like that uh, okay. but she's still But you know she is the like She'd be old. I think she's in real life. She's about thirty six, thirty seven. Yeah, but she just doesn't look thirty six, thirty seven. You know, she looks late twenties. Yeah, yeah. I'd say even like early to mid twenties. Mm. Um, but she does a really good job, and Chucky's funny. Chucky's voice in this one is uh, Mark Hamill, who plays Luke Skywalker. No way. Yeah, man. He also he finally found it back into a motion picture that wasn't Star Wars. Yeah. Good on him. Well, he's been doing heaps of voice acting over the last like. 
20 years. He always plays the Joker. So, and oh, in all the, ba- in all the in, Batman in, Arkham wow. games. I never knew that. Where Joker's like quite evil and his face is rotting off and mm. stuff. That's Mark Hamill doing the voice. Really? The Luke Skywalker being evil. Yeah. But the thing that I. I just always thought after Star Wars, mm. he just didn't do anything else. But he's been, he's been keeping busy. Yeah, man. He's been putting on evil voices. <laughs> How have you been, man? What's been happening? Um, I've been good, man. I'm gearing up to go back to uni this week, so mm. um, gearing up for that. But had so had a little bit of a blowout this uh, this last week, just celebrating the end of the holidays. Went out on Thursday night and saw an awesome band, these New South Wales. Yeah, bro, they're also, great. Yeah, and if you if you've never watched, if you're listening, you've never watched uh, their web series. <clears throat> Do yourself a favor and watch it. They're hilarious, and then actual awesome punk band as well. They've yeah. just they've just killed it. It's a it's a it's a great concept that they've that, that they've taken and just made something awesome. And we went and saw them live. It was a it was a good night, and then ended up getting um, quite drunk with uh, Bill and Jack, who were from Johnson Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, also Johnson Street on Facebook. They're they're a great Facebook page that support heaps of heaps of local music. And uh, I was partying with those boys until about um, two in the morning mm-hmm. when um, Jack said he had to go to bed and butt slided down their stairs to go to bed. <laughs> not on purpose. Uh, not on purpose. <laughs> So it was a good. It had some pace to it, you know. When people butt slide down the stairs and, and it's just got sweat, and the shock is on someone's face yeah. too. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing to watch. And I, I posted it to him today, and he says, "What happens in two a.m. stays in two a.m." <laughs> <laughs> but then Bill and I stayed up. We ended up watching these. He showed me these videos, and mm. it's Russian slap competitions. Mm. Have you? Have you? Yeah, I think I have seen some of these on meme pages. So it's 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 become this huge event mm. in Russia and all if you've never seen these, these slap events it's just these two people standing yeah. across uh, across a, a, a short table and taking turns slapping each other in the face as hard as they possibly can yeah and these are huge Russian men doing this it's ridiculous and you say slap but the videos I've seen they're using the oh, bottom yeah. of their palm oh, so yeah. it's like it's a, like a palm strike. it is a, it's a punch it's yeah. a really unco punch that they're getting it's the stupidest thing man yeah man but the the um what really sold it for for me mm. was the they it's hosted by these two russian comedians ah. and the translations are just so and they they're actually genuinely hilarious yeah. they're really really good and cool. they make the show um turned from something that's really brutal and weird to something that's hilarious. I feel like that's something you and I could do as a job. Yeah, doing like... I'd love to host a slapping competition. I wouldn't want to be a part of it. No way. No. I'm not strong enough for that. No. (laughs) It takes me hours to recover from insults. There's no... But yeah, it was a good. It was a good end to good end to the night. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's four a.m. and you've been watching Russian slap videos for two hours, and you go, "Okay, yeah. need to go home." <laughs> yeah, was one of you shutting your eyes for a bit longer than a blink? Is that um, how you knew? No, no. Okay, I, wow. I just I just saw it was four a.m. and decided, yeah, nice. That, uh, it's a normally, Thursday. Yeah, normally when it gets to that stage and you're watching YouTube videos, the the way that you realize it's over is somebody will fall asleep watching Oh, yeah. yeah. And then how long is too long if you sit there while they're asleep? I guess it would all depend on how close of friends you are with that person. But just say, okay, yeah. get this scenario. Mm. You meet someone at a bar. Yep. And it's just – it's um, 
it's let's go let's go same same sex so it it or, 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 or you're not attracted to each yeah. other and so it, you're literally there's no possibility of of anything happening mm, you're, you're just you're just hanging out new friend new friend so you go back to their house you've been you've been up you've been having fun and then you start watching youtube videos mm-hmm. they fall asleep but it's a youtube clip that you really really want to watch <laughs> and you've been planning to watch how long do you sit there and watch the video while this person how long is the video uh, so you got about you. So, so here's the thing: the video goes for about forty minutes. <laughs> and, no, 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 no. The video what goes. For, the video goes for about forty minutes, <laughs> and and it's a vice docker. Oh, okay, see. yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> and, a goodie. And um, and you're ten minutes in, so mm. you've you've they've hooked you. They've hooked you in. So you, it's not like oh no, you're ten minutes in, and they've hooked and you. And how in. deep asleep are they? Oh, they're asleep. Yeah, yeah, like How, real deep, real, real deep, and also you know that they've got a housemate that isn't home. So at any point, the housemate could come in and see this random person that they've never met sitting there while the other person is passed out asleep. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> without hesitation. Dude. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, man, because they they have lost all track of time. If they wake up when there's five minutes to go, I'm going to say, "Oh, you just fell asleep then." <laughs> You took one breath and came awake again. <laughs> that doesn't sound like guilt at all if you say that to someone who just woke up. Nah, there's some there's time for lies, mm. and that's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to the show before, if it's your first time, apart from talking shit, what we do do is we go through uh, three stories each uh, that Cam and I think are our favourite stories of the week, mm-hmm. and. Um, I realized I kind of told half a story earlier. I said, there's one thing that will surprise me. So before we dive into these stories, just for any keen listeners who are like, Cam, I can't believe you started to say something and then didn't finish it. The thing that I didn't, would never have expected to go to was I went to uh, the gallery, the NGV, oh. to look at the Terracotta Warriors. Dude, I went to, hang on, hold that one second. Have you I'm also gonna, been to the gallery? Yeah, I'm just going to get what out is of this my pod- <laughs> Timmy's out of here. So stunned by the fact that him and I both went to a gallery. Oh, you, you've got one of the Terracotta Warriors. So I went to the Terracotta Warriors and bought like this. It's, it's, it's so I just gave Cam a little statue of a Terracotta Warrior. Do you want to explain what a Terracotta Warrior is? Oh, yeah. So they're the, they're the, um, the, the te- warriors made out of terracotta, yeah. and they were uh, in came out of ancient ancient China, and they were meant to uh, uh, guard the emperor in the afterlife. Do you know fun fact? Right? Yeah, that right? that's right. Yeah. Uh, the emperor. So they're kind of like uh, no, nah, they're nothing like the Egyptians. But the one thing they had in common is that they built a lot of things that they thought would help them once they died. Mm. And for these people, they built these concrete soldiers. Um, what else do you know? Oh, I know also the emperor who made them, he drank mercury because he thought it would make him live longer, but then he just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Imagine, but imagine what that must feel like. But to drink mercury. To drink mercury. Ooh. Imagine like, can you still have a proper thought? Can you go, I know what I need. He must, he must still be able to have a sort of proper thought to go, okay, now build me these concrete soldiers. Yeah. So did, did he not die straight away when he drank the mercury? Uh, mercury just makes you go insane. Oh, true. Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you snap a thermometer and drink it, yeah. you just lose your mind. 
And you, but you, but it doesn't you put you in doesn't an early kill you. grave. No. Wow. Yeah. Can you, has anyone drunk, drunk mercury and then came back from it? Or is it like a? I don't think you can bounce back. I think it's like oh, it's one of those things. It's almost like a brain injury. Yeah. Like a severe permanent brain injury. It's like throwing your your, your phone across the road. Yeah. <laughs> like it still kind of works. Um, but yeah, this little terracotta warrior that I have. Yeah. Um, it, it was, so I bought it and it was an excavation kit for kids. <laughs> and then Shell and I had our friends, um, Aiden Rassi over and for, 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 for a dinner mm. and we cooked for them and for the entertainment, I brought it out and made everyone have a little go at chipping away at the, Oh, at so the this little guy was like. Encased in, in concrete. Oh, yeah. clay, yeah. In clay. And you like had, and they gave you a little chipper and a, and a little brush. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it, was, it was heaps of fun, actually. Yeah, Everyone yeah. really enjoyed it. Cool. How much was he? Um, I think it was 10 bucks. Oh, that's cheap. That's it was good. definitely, it was, I was definitely happy I bought it. Yeah. It gave me 10 bucks of entertainment. And it feels like it's made of real concrete. <laughs> Oh, it's rough on the outside. I love, I love it. It's like real concrete. Like it's not just mm. 10 bucks a bag down the road at Buddick's. <laughs> so budget, eh? It's high and bag. <laughs> I can't believe how impressed I was by real concrete. <laughs> just the same real concrete. Yeah. Like, wow. Real concrete. Classy. <laughs> Sorry, you were in the middle of explaining what this show is. You, are you actually were in the middle of saying we don't just talk shit on this show. Well, on that note, if we're not going to talk shit all the time, we should jump into this week's stories of the week. Mm. So, Cam, I've got a headline for you. Yes, a mum who died for twenty-seven minutes came back to life after asking for a pen and paper. Ooh. So, Tina Hines, who could barely speak, reached out for the notebook and immediately scribbled down a message: "It's real." She claimed she saw heaven after her cardiac arrest, and when her loved ones asked for asked her what the note referred to, she just nodded upwards. Tina went to cardiac arrest before going on a hike in Phoenix. When I read this, I'm like, well, you definitely shouldn't have gone on the hike <laughs> if you have a heart attack before you go on a hike. I was going to ask Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You shouldn't have been even at the bottom of the mountain. No way. <laughs> Get driven home immediately. Uh, the mother four was was revived after, um, but when unconscious again before paramedics arrived, she went uh, unconscious again, and she uh, they revived her. Like um, they said that uh, in total, she had to be resuscitated six times before getting to hospital. So yeah, crazy that this woman lived. Mm. And so the whole point of this story is. Um, she's sort of come out of this and had this vision yeah. of 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 heaven and written it down. Now I wanna show you, I do wanna show you the note though, like what what, <laughs> what it looks like, the the note that she wrote. Kev, oh. <laughs> can you describe it? <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, I've seen my friends write like this <laughs> when you party for a while. <laughs> and, then, and they're using their left hand. Yeah, and then maybe you keep your eyes shut and you play some kind of team building game. Yeah, it doesn't look like any language. She did just have a heart attack. Yeah. But it, it you, can you see it's real? Can you see it? I wouldn't have said that says it's real. I would have thought that was like maybe... Asian, oh, like, I don't know how to say this correctly, in, in an appropriate, non-offensive way, I would have thought it was, like, uh, hieroglyphics or, like, uh, Japanese logos. I don't know how to say that. That's not that. offensive. You're okay. right. It's scribble. Yeah. 
but she knew what she was trying to write. And, yeah. And so, that, so, but okay. But while we're still on the note, I do yeah. want to show you something that's, that that just made me. And I feel felt okay laughing at the story too because yeah, she yeah. lived, and yeah. so the, the the family still has their mother. And <laughs> so one of the daughters got got. The note yes. tattooed on their wrist. Yes. <laughs> so she, so if if you saw that, what and, and you was just say you were having, um, you were out at dinner and you saw and 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 you at a dinner party you saw that person down there. I go, oh, it's a Chinese symbol. What does it mean? <laughs> And then she would tell that story. Yeah. Actually, no. My, and then she would have to tell this story. And then you would probably just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this story about us talking about it. No, the story of her like, thinking that she oh, yeah. went went to heaven and back <laughs> and then wrote, it's real. <laughs> well, she did her best to write that. I wonder, I wonder if anyone's been drunk at a party. Mm. And have had so many drinks that they're no longer sensitive about anyone's emotions, and has pointed out the fact of of that it's scribble of how bung it is. Yeah. See, when I saw that photo, I automatically assumed that the daughter is kind of laughing at how bung it is, but maybe not. Do you think they're going? Oh, this is very special. Only they're purely like this is special rather than making fun of how badly it's written. Um, no, I think they're super religious. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, draw it, get a tattoo for me. Get a tattoo of heaven, not yeah. of your mum's bung <laughs> bung writing. But uh yeah, it's kind of I don't know. It made me think of um times when I'd done too much uh, nitrous mm. and um come out of come out of being on on, on NOS mm-hmm. and Thought that I had figured out, and and I, and, and you you know that I've done this more than once too. I went back to the well when I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> you just pulled up a bucket of murky water from the well, and then gone. You know what? I'm still thirsty. <laughs> and I think that I've worked out the the answers to the universe, yeah. but the answers are so overwhelming that I would never be able to live my normal life again knowing mm. the answers to the universe, yeah. that my brain will never be prepared to be able to to be able to cop those true yeah. answers to the universe. <laughs> and then I come out of it and go, I need to forget. I need to forget. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've done it way more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I need to forget. I'll just pop back in. <laughs> yeah, because I forgot. Because <laughs> after five minutes, you're like, wow, it must have been cool. It must have been really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the perfect description. <laughs> A new perfume has been released for people who want to smell like semen. <laughs> <laughs> A perfume company is trying to challenge tradition with their new range of fragrances. Their three main fragrances from this range are named Fat Electrician, which <laughs> which smells like orange, I Am Trash, which smells like apple, and Magnificent Secretion, which smells like semen and sweat. The, cre- <laughs> the creator of the fragrance... Mr. Wenders said, I was born to be a storyteller, and if I must tell my story using perfume, then so be it. Okay, here's my thing, right? If you're going to make the semen 
like centered one. Mm. Why do you make all the other ones have like nice mixes to them, like orange and apple, and then it's semen or oh, and sweat? Why can't it be semen and apple or semen and orange? Like you still you still got the semen there, but don't make it worse. Semen and sweat. Yeah, I think that what he was going for for the other two. So the other two flavor uh, fragrances, fat electrician and I am trash. Maybe he's trying to say like the gross part or like the the creepy imagery is in the name rather than the scent. But then when he goes all in on magnificent secretion by making it smell like semen and sweat. Do you think there's people, do you, do you reckon you know anyone who, mm. who would ever um, want openly <laughs> to smell like semen? I don't think so. I... <sighs> I don't you think, don't want that smell, do nah, you? No, you don't want that smell. Like it, that's just that's just something that happens at the end of the night, and you're gonna deal with it. Oh well, this is part of it. Yeah, it's part of it. But yeah. it's not gonna. It's, it's 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 like you're not having ice cream for an entree. Mm. You know what I mean? It's got to be. It's got to be dessert. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you get a full belly of dairy. You still got you still got the rest of your day to 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 live out. You know what I mean? I see. It's it's the it has to happen at the end. Mm. You can't go around with that stench. Saying that though, there is a few people I know that would probably buy it and then like convince their mates to wear it. <laughs> or I reckon our friend Laracy would probably buy it and pour it into like mine or yours. Oh, for sure. Actual aftershave, so that we spent a fair amount of time going out. And Lathering up in the smell of semen without completely realizing it. In fact, our friend Ryan from from he's he's, he's in a, a band that we that we play with a lot too called You Legends, and mm. he listens to this podcast. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's already planning mm. to spike. He's out. doing Dry July <laughs> as well, so he's probably got some spare cash. I, I, reckon, <laughs> I reckon he'll buy this. I reckon it's already being ordered right now. Yeah, I think you're completely <laughs> right. Um, but support Laracy if you want to support anyone this Dry July. Donate to a team called the Dry Chickens. I think you can look up team names on Dry July. Uh, they're doing really well. So go them. And I, it doesn't really matter what I say here, but please don't make us smell like semen, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Yeah, I know it's tempting. Because <laughs> i got some cologne I really like, and I'd hate to have to tip it out. Yeah, but now you have to. Mm. <laughs> All right, Cam. This one's from China. Mm. Chinese men have been banned from sporting so-called Beijing bikinis after they were deemed uncivilized by authorities in the city of Japan. Each summer, men across uh, China roll their T-shirts up above their stomachs as <laughs> cities swell through the heat. So, Cam, I'll show you an image. It's pretty much if you have a singlet and you roll roll up the bottom part yeah. into sort of a boob tube sort of sort of number, <laughs> and they call that the Beijing bikini. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Which is a real catchy as fuck name too. Um, it is. It's a good band name. Beijing Bikinis. Yeah. Yeah, really good band name. Yeah, man. The notice... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, authorities in uh, Jinan, a city of around 8.7 million, um, have ordered people not to adopt their tops in Beijing, <laughs> to turn their uh, tops into Beijing Bikinis. The notice also states that members of the public should not remove their shirts while outside. Uh, it's getting to like 30 degrees there at the moment. And that's what their summer cops do. I don't know, man. Just just let them be free, you know. And and, and the community has come around, sort of like because it's a mm. lot of old people that do it too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're copping. You're not copping like young, beautiful, beautiful, nice rock hard abs bodies. No, you're you're copping old people's mm. old. Be- and look, old bodies are gross. <laughs> 
We're all going to have them at some point. It's just a fact of life. Old yeah. bodies are fucking gross, dude. Yeah. I can't blame them for not wanting to be there, but you got to, look, you just got to let people take mm. their tops off. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? If it's a non-sexual, non-aggressive thing, if somebody wants to sit on their front porch in the in the in the heat and take their top off, I say go for it. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what age, no matter who you are, take it off. Yeah. Why do you think that these people are not fully taking their shirts off? Do you think that they're like still teetering within the rules by keeping their shirt like on? Like the free but... the nipple thing? Because it's, it's uh, always the yeah. nipple, isn't okay. it? I don't know why, but mm. it's, it's that, that seems to always be the case. So the nipples are still covered, so they're like in the clear. I think so. Yeah. I think I think that's what the Beijing bikini does. Is yeah. it covers it covers nips? It's very sneaky. Having to get a bikini top. Yeah, because that would be just. Too degrading for, <laughs> for an eighty-year-old man to have to go and buy. I'd say. So you make a Beijing bikini. Yeah, it makes sense. The yeah. whole thing makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I um I don't really know why that's still. I think I think it'll go go out soon. The whole just just having to stay covered and yeah, and like the I I think the world's becoming less conservative. I think mm. certain parts. Yeah, I feel like Melbourne could be a place where it becomes even more, like, free. Yeah. Where there might even be parts where you can, like, completely go topless and nobody would mind. Yeah. But, yeah, conservative areas hate it. Yeah, they do really hate it, eh? Mm. The, um, so I actually have a great story on this topic. Mm. And this uh, this story took place uh, uh, a week and a half ago at yep. Community Cup. Yeah. And so what happened was uh, it was towards the end of the game. And for people who don't know what Community Cup is, it's a big AFL game. Um, thousands of people go. Mm. And it's to raise it's to raise funds for charity. And uh, they have heaps of bands play. Paul Kelly played after the game. Yeah. Uh, and a team of uh, uh, alcoholic musicians play, play a team of, of, of equally alcoholic people that work in the, in the music industry. Yeah. And, um, and it's towards the end of the game. Mm. And these two girls streak across the across the field. Yeah. And uh, and what had happened the year before was the cops arrested these people. It was a big deal. And streaking has always been a part of mm. this of this event. Yeah. And so the two girls get get across, and then the crowd throws their clothes back to them, and they start protecting them. Oh. And over the commentary, the 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 commentators like make sure they get out of here safely and the and the crowd like starts protecting these people and then they're trying to get them out this back gate and then the security comes and there's about five security guards and then a mob a mob of of people mad at security starts yeah. forming like a big angry mob to protect the streakers. Yeah, of people like getting real real mad and then it's things are starting to get a little, a little like crazy. Like, yeah, you know, like the violence was about to ensue. They're still saying stuff over the loud. No, and this is like, and it's gone over this hill now, so it's out of sight, Ooh. and it's just, and it's just this mob of people. And then our mate, the man of the hour, Jake Dingo Doyle from Drunk Mums, goes and lifts up this part of the gate. Because they were trying to get this, to get get them out, and they lift up this part of this gate, opened it up. The girls were able to run out there, and then the the situation was able to to simmer out. And then Dingo shuts the gate. No, Dingo walked off. <laughs> <laughs> but up he, to you now, girls. But he he did this moment. Where yeah, like good he, on him. And then there was a little bit of like. Um, some I think some people threw a couple of punches, which they shouldn't have done. Yeah. But Jake fully saved the day 
of just of, of letting these of, of letting them go free because because they, they were trying to push the gates open yeah. and lift them up. But Jake, knowing you know the world of of of, of fencing, yeah, <laughs> goes in and lifts up the side pole that that connects the two fences. When then was then able to uh, lift the fence up. He exploited. Yeah, the he, fence. he knew the system. Good work, Jake. He saved the day, man. He was the hero of the day. Oh. It, was, it was. I just remember looking down there and being like, "What's going on?" And I see, and I work out what's going on. And I just see Jake. The man just acts. He was the man of the hour. It was He's amazing. a hero. Beautiful story. <laughs> I feel proud to know Jake yeah, right now. Yeah, dude. Good I, stuff, I Jake. I felt so proud that day. Yeah. I always feel proud, but I felt especially proud that day. Me too. All right, Timmy. A giant pig has been banned from taking walks in public in the small town of Wangaratta, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> The owner of the 300kg pig named Grunt recently received a notice from the city council threatening to fine him $800 for walking his pig in public. So I got in touch with Matthew. He's the owner of this giant pig to hear what he had to say. How are you, Matthew? I'm good. Good. You had a good weekend? Yep, did. Have you taken your pig for any walks? Yeah, yeah. I took him to my brother's rugby game today. Okay, nice. Is he into rugby, the pig? <laughs> no, he's into all the pats that people give him. Ah, oh, yeah, nice. So just as a little bit of a recap for anyone who maybe hadn't heard of the story before, um, I'd love you to first tell me a little bit about your pig, how long you've had the pig, and maybe what sort of personality he has. What's his name again? His name's Grunt. Grunt. Yeah, nice. What's Grunt up to right now while we're talking? Uh, Grunt's just outside. We can go see if he wants to talk. Yeah, that'd be good. It's just rainy here. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, Does he have a kennel? Does he have a kennel? Or what's he doing? Yeah, he has a a solid kennel. Uh, It's, um... Hey, hey, boy. You want to speak? There he is. G'day, Grunt. Yeah, he's just laying down on the inside. Ah, nice. Yeah, so what sort of pig is he? Uh, he's a <laughs> laughable. He's a mini pig. He's um, yeah. He's a uh, he was sold as a mini pig. Uh, some lady down in uh, Sydney breeds them, mm-hmm. and I uh, I adopted it off someone who couldn't have it anymore because it got too big for them. Yeah, right. Because every news article that I've read about you and your pig has described the pig as a giant pig. He is big. No, I'm just saying his. Technical breed is mini, but he's definitely massive. Yeah, he looks like, chunky. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm lying down next to him right now, and he's, uh, yeah, as long as me, but weighs like three times, four times me. Yeah, nice. Is he an inside pig? No, he used to be an inside pig, and then he leant on my kitchen table, and it uh, <laughs> stopped being a kitchen table anymore. It became a coffee table. <laughs> yeah, it became a pile of kindling. Is he affectionate? What sort of personality? Yeah, he's, he's affectionate right now. Uh, he's affectionate a lot of the time. Like, what we um, we have a, a spot outside where we watch TV together, mm. and um, he uh, will lay down at first, but uh, halfway through the movie, he'll just sit up with his front uh, uh, trotters, and he'll just rest his head on my leg, mm. like, just staring at me, and I'm like, Oh, that's cute, but my legs are losing feeling. Your head's heavy. 
<laughs> did you go from having no pets to having a pet giant pig, or did you go from like cat, then dog, then pig? Uh, I went uh, dog, then pig, then cat. Okay. And uh, so he has he's had a dog friend his entire life with me. Yeah. 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 True. Okay. So. Yeah. So just to um, give everyone a summary of where you're at with Grunt the Pig, um, you are currently in a situation where the city council tried to fine you $800, is that correct, for walking Grunt the Giant Pig in public? They uh, threatened the fine. They never actually uh, uh, um, fined me. They said, if you walk him around, we will fine you $806. Okay. And did you think that was uh, unreasonable? Yeah, I found it massively unreasonable, and so did all the all of Grunt's fans down here. Yeah, yeah. I read that there's a person on the city council in the town where you live that takes a sheep for a walk. Do you think that they're maybe a little jealous of the attention you and Grunt uh, get? No, I think the the person who walked the the goat or, or the sheep, yeah, was the mayor. Uh, I saw it's and a goat. I, 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 yeah, I okay. think the mayor was using. Uh, like grunt, steam, and the goat, like as like, oh, I'm like that guy that walks a pig, and he's he's uh, loved, and so I'll be loved too. But the mayor did not um did not know that grunt was banned at that time. Oh, I see. So the mayor wasn't saying I also walk a goat through town to try and get you fined. The mayor just thought like was talking about the fact that you both walked animals at that point. Okay. Yeah, no, the mayor was unaware that I had been banned until I think nine or Wynn showed up on his front door. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, someone else, actually, the entire council office was unaware that he had been banned except for the person who sent the letter. Ah. So I don't know what was going on in there. Like, there's no uh, reporting structure or anything, but... The second, like, uh, it all came down, they're like, we'll talk compromise. And two weeks later, three weeks later, we went in there and they said, uh, like, we have to look at the risk. And now that it's been brought to our attention uh, that uh, he's been banned and that all the media attention is gone up, we have to have a compromise. So they're like, you can walk everywhere but the CBD. Okay. Are you happy with that? Yeah, I'm fairly happy with that. It's, good. it's a lot of space. It's yeah. enough space. Has, um, is it true that Grunt can be a little bit of a rascal? I hear that he did take some children's food and that he ran off after some kangaroos recently. Is that right? Uh, the kangaroos was uh, several months ago, and the children thing never happened as far as I know. Okay. I, like, I'm with him, and some kids come up and feed him. But uh, I've never seen him run down and take food off a kid. Mm, okay. We warn uh, children all the time to um, watch your food. Mm-hmm. Like today at the rugby uh, match, um, kid asked if he could feed him chips, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." You just drop them on the ground. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, the yeah the the kangaroo thing was uh, unfortunate, but we had found him within like two hours. He's he's not. It's not that fast or easy to miss. Okay, yeah. So basically he ran off after some kangaroos and then the town had to help to find him. Is that what happened? Uh, no, he didn't run off after the kangaroos. 
uh, we were walking in the dark in a big old common, like next to my, uh, near my house. Is that like a park? The, it's not a park. It's a wildlife uh, grass reserve. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, there's kangaroos in there that, uh, well, they, he didn't run after them. He ran away from them. The ah. kangaroos jumped right off in front of us. And scared the crap out of me and him, and he was gone. Okay. And it was dark, and that's why I couldn't find him. I see. So he was just running for safety, basically. Yeah, he was running away from the kangaroos. Yeah. So now that you and him are not allowed in the CBD, do you feel like there's enough places in your town to take him for walks? And do you have him on a leash, or does he just kind of run free? Oh, no, he's on a leash. He's actually uh, got a new harness. Uh, And, um, yeah, he's always on a leash. Um... Uh, yeah. Uh, is it possible yeah, to ride? There's plenty of places to walk. Is it possible to ride him, or is he not strong enough? Uh, uh, child, I actually you know he's strong enough to lift a full human being, but um, it's not uh, it's not advisable for your health. Oh, okay. So he would be alright, but, no, but the adult wouldn't. You can ride him, but um, if you're a big guy, he'll he'll spin. He does uh, spins donuts. Oh, okay. And uh, he'll kick you off. I see. <laughs> that like, is such a great he image. He won't, he won't hurt you, but if you fall off him, you might hurt yourself. I see. Yeah. No, that's fair. He's had, he can have a, a smallish children up to like two or three on him, and he will just stand there. Mm-hmm. But too much weight, he'll, um, he'll uh, kick you off. Yeah, or nice. fuck you off. Okay. Well, it sounds like you guys found a happy compromise with the town. Uh, do you ever cross paths with the mayor when the mayor is walking the, their goat and you're walking Grunt? Do you guys ever see each other out? No, no. Uh, the mayor, the mayor and the sheep goat thing was it was one time for him. It was just an advertisement ploy. I see. Oh, okay, so he's not committed. It was just like a hey, I've done this once. Everyone should know about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He actually had the, there was a big old uh, town push for a new logo. And he had uh, the logo sheared into the side of the sheep. Ah, okay. So he was just using the yeah. sheep. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, well, I'm very happy... A bit of embarrassment taken his face. Yeah, he was just a hobbyist. Yeah. I'm very happy for you and Grunt that you've now got places to walk and that you didn't have to pay the fine. And uh, thanks yeah. so much for your time. Have a okay. great, have a great evening. Take care. No problem. <laughs> Wag your at him, baby. Oh yeah, dude, that guy's a legend. Good on him, mate. He was awesome. I love, I loved that. I loved that interview as well. How there were times where I think he felt that you were that you were maybe sort of like pressing on an issue, and he got very defensive about the kangaroos and shit. But because I can understand why he is so defensive, though, because he's just got like a scared, lovely pig that he's yeah. just mates with and loves. Mm-hmm. And this pig got scared by these kangaroos, and then the story's obviously been changed until he was going around chasing kangaroos, which is just the opposite. Yeah. He's just this nice, lovely pig that just got real scared. Yeah, or so he says. Dude, I've been staunched <laughs> out by a kangaroo before, and yeah. it's scary. Yeah. Oh, kangaroos! I wouldn't mess with at all. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I got. I've been staunched out on on a walking path once, mm. and with 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 our mate Ryan, and it was just it was full. Did you just let it win? I, we both ran away. Yeah, you have to, right? <laughs> yeah. I've never. I never knew there were animals in 
like apart from us that flexed, dude, kangaroos love it. Like dude, they get up there and they and they and they just pose and they just start. I'm like, yeah, fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. No, like they the, must be having such basic thoughts while they're flexing because yeah. their head is so little. <laughs> so little. <laughs> but their biceps are like they're just constantly in yeah. the gym. Yeah, man. Just constantly just only doing bicep curls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Camo. After hitting her head during serious accidents six years ago, this Qantas barista discovered she had an incredible new ability. A power. A new power. How long did it take the barista at your local coffee shop to remember your order off by heart? However long it was, it probably wasn't anywhere near as quick as Maria, a barista who works in the Qantas Business Lounge in Melbourne. Maria has a freakish ability. If she hears your order once, she will remember it forever. Yes. If you're not here for six months, one year, I will remember you. I won't forget you. I'll remember who you are and what you ordered. Um, and this has all started since she since she was in a, a, a serious uh, a serious a serious accident and had a serious head injury. Yeah. And now she has this new ability, which is which is crazy because usually hitting your head does not work like that. No. <laughs> Normally it's the opposite. Goodbye memories. I've got a scar above my eyebrow. I actually mm. got hit by a baseball bat three times, and I don't know if we brought that up in this podcast before. I, I don't have, think I know this. I mean, when I was between the ages of about uh, seven and nine, I got hit <laughs> by a baseball bat three times, and all of them were from standing too close behind someone that was swinging a baseball bat, and it <laughs> took me three times to, to work out. That that's a bad idea. Oh man! And the third time was because of this one above my eye, and I got like I got put into hospital and had to get like sti- like had to get stitches above my eye, and um and then I learned my lesson after the third one. Yeah, man. I I laugh, but I've been hit once. <laughs> I used to play t-ball. Did you stand too close by the person? Stood too it's, close. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, that one. <laughs> You're part of the action. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you get lost in the moment and you For forget sure, that someone's going to swing the steel bat And right you've got the perfect face. view if they're about, if somebody's pitching mm, towards them. Yeah. For me, I didn't have that because it was T-ball, but yeah. I was still close to the action. Was right there up. any reason for you to, like, because I can understand baseball, but mm. is, if in T-ball, there isn't a, a catcher behind them. Is there? Oh, is there? <laughs> there is, but they don't do much. Because okay. you're T-ball, you're just hitting the ball yeah. off a rubber post. So they would be there for someone throwing it at home yeah. base for a run out pretty yes. much. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then the reason I was so close is because our whole line of people lining up to have their turn at batting had just edged because oh, we were children. We had yeah. edged. We were all so keen to have a bat. <laughs> 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 all these children so keen yeah, like, to have a bat. <laughs> <laughs> that we were like pretty much sitting <laughs> at the feet of the batsman. <laughs> And people knew that you you were like the human shield. You you were the shield that riot police used to go into go into huge dramas. And you're just like, nah, just yeah. keep pushing them. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it sucks. That and that noise, it still kind of makes the muted version of boom. It's like <laughs> when it hits your skull. Well, see, mine wasn't the last one wasn't even from playing baseball. It was hitting balls at these like kids' house that we didn't like. <laughs> oh, you were in the middle of a bully session. Yeah. <laughs> And I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, they, they'd throw stuff at, like, it was, well, we were probably more the bullies that day. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had a trampoline and they'd jump up 
high enough that they were over the fence and mm. they'd flip us off. Yeah. Yeah, I think annoying. that's what started it. Yeah. yeah, man. Don't flip me off. Well, we've got a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got a bunch of bats. We're going to smash your house up. <laughs> yeah. And then each other. <laughs> I wonder if they viewed, would they have been able to see you get smashed in the head? I've thought about it yeah. as life, as, as my life has gone gone on. Mm. And I'd like to think for my bride mm. that they may have missed it. Yeah, cool. Because I did cry. Oh, straight away? Yeah, did. Yeah. And then did you exit? <laughs> I was eight. Or did yeah, you I ran, stay and cry? I ran and then my face was covered in blood. And then I ran back to my house, which was like three houses over. My dad answered the door and he's real, like he, he would like be real squeamish with, with blood. And my because it was above my eye, yeah. the gash had dropped down like over my eyelid, so it looked like I'd lost my eye. Oh. <laughs> your poor dad. Yeah, he freaked the fuck out. I did. He was like, "Your eye, your eye. Like, where's like, what's happened to your Where eye?" Is it? And, and then I go, "No, it's fine." And then I pull my eyelid up <laughs> to show him <laughs> to it's still show there. Him that my eye's still there to comfort him because I think he almost convinced me that I'd lost my eye. You're like, I've got to check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I can still see it's just covered in blood. Sheesh. But Maria, she got powers, and I, that's yeah. that's in our city. Is that? Do you have to fly international? So to, the Quant, yeah. So the Qantas yeah. Business Lounge in Melbourne. I assume that it's oh, they they probably have a business lounge in in domestic as well. They do. Um, so yeah. it's either the domestic or the international one. If you are flying uh, with Qantas, yeah. hit up Maria and um, get your coffee order and let us know. Yeah, and then fly back through and get your coffee order from her and, and say six months. Yeah, and yeah. see if she recognizes your voice and gets yeah. your order right. Let's see how. Let's 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 really push her. <laughs> <laughs> you want fame? You gotta earn it. <laughs> All right, Timmy. A Melbourne bride-to-be recently asked one of her wedding guests to dye her hair and cover her tattoos so that she wouldn't ruin any photos. So I just guest. Like yes. she's not even in the bridal party. Not in the bridal oh party. Oh, my God, dude. Doesn't have a role in this wedding at all. <laughs> so what I want to do here is I just want to read you a few of these text messages. So this wedding guest has screenshotted a bunch of these. This is in Melbourne as well, and she's put them into a Facebook group saying, do you think this is maybe a bit too much? Um, So I'm going to read you some of these texts from the bride. Hey, so with my wedding, I wanted to ask if you could please make sure your tattoos are covered and could you maybe fix your hair so it's a natural colour. We've put a lot of work into our theme, and I'm sorry, but your look clashes with it. Even if you just put some spray or something on your hair for the night, I just want it to all look perfect. And I can send you some ideas, nice long sleeve dresses for you to wear or just wear a jacket. If you want, I can give you someone's number. They've blanked it out. Because I asked her the same thing and you two could go shopping together. (laughs) (laughs) What a lovely suggestion. (laughs) And so that now the main lady who's obviously screenshotted these replied to that and said, "Um, the wedding is in summer, so I'm not sure I could wear a long sleeve dress or a jacket. I'm really sensitive to heat, so I just don't think I can do that if it's a hot day. I can look into spray for my hair, I guess. I definitely can't dye it because it's been a lot of work to lighten it. It's like light blue, by the way. Okay. Uh, I'm planning to go a bit darker, but yeah, I'll look at some options. And then the bride came back to her and said, "Mm, I know it's hot, It's my one day, though, so if you can suck it up, (laughs) 
Otherwise, I kind of feel like you don't really care about me and probably shouldn't come. I'm not asking much, and it's not my fault you get hot. <laughs> but some, uh, buy some makeup for your tattoos. If you want to be at my wedding, you'll figure it out. Uh, somebody, blanked out name, is in full agreement with me on this. Oh, it'll be the husband. Mm-hmm. Is in full agreement with me on this, so don't bother texting him like I know you're planning to. If you turn up on the day without anything covered, you won't be let into the venue. <laughs> Kick these people out of your life. Yeah, Kick don't. So, you know what it sort of sounds like? It mm. sort of sounds like that this this girl was the husband's, is the husband or, or, or like her, her, her partner's friend. Yeah. And that she's, she's throwing the punishment down and like, there's, there's some, there's something else there. Blue hair girl is friends with the husband, hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. And maybe the wife has never liked the fact that they had yeah. a cool friendship. She's yeah. like, even though she knows they don't like, they've never been romantic. She's still like, Oh, I don't have the friendship you have. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I'm going to have the upper hand for this one day. Dye your hair. Cover your tattoos. Yeah. I'm in control of you for one day. Man, I hope the biggest thunderstorm comes over on that day and just wipes out that wedding. I hope that that I hope her day is it fun. kills them. <laughs> Timmy. No, I, I hope they I, I don't hope they die. Oh. But I do hope they wish that they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that it's a tough day for them. No, dude, I hope that their day is truly ruined. I really fuck yeah. those people. Fuck you for being she is a real asshole. Yeah. Man. Girl. <laughs> Yeah. Cool, real asshole. Did um, people encourage the girl in the in these chat chat groups to to what what was the what was the main sort of focus of advice? Um, I, I can't see any of the actual feedback. Like the pedestrian article that I'm reading says that pretty much the groups were on the main girl's side, not yeah. the bride's side. Surely 99%. Yeah. But do you reckon there would have been people? Oh, sh- yeah. Some people must read that. I reckon, yeah, some people must and read that and go, yep, nutters. the bride <laughs> is 100% right. This lady should cover her tattoos and dye her hair. Like there'll be people that hear. Yeah, well, there would be a, and those yeah. people, in, but that's because that's there's just so many nut jobs out there. That's why nut jobs feel that it's not that unreasonable because other nut jobs have done it before them. Mm-hmm. They go, well, this person did it. Yep. But you're still fucking crazy. Yeah. You just have someone that's just equally as nuts as you are. Yeah. Power in numbers doesn't mean that reality changed. No. <laughs> it doesn't make It you. just means like you and someone else also have an incorrect perception yeah. of the world and how to treat people. You're both terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope it rains on your day. <laughs> um, cool. That brings us... To an end of our scheduled news stories for the week, mm. should we jump in to some send-ins? Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's uh, let, let's 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 go over to you, Camo. What do you got? All right, this is my favourite, but it's because of how non-eventful it is. This is coming from Stallion Sean Kirkwood. Thank you for <laughs> sending this one through, Sean. The headline is pretty much the whole story. Okay, good. A brand new twenty-four hour. Self-service laundromat has opened in Greymouth. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Did you who said this in? Sean, Sean Kirkwood said this in. <laughs> so this is just this just sums up. And I think if you've grown up in a small town, or even if you just so, from so, New Zealand, so, oh, so Greymouth is it's a just sm- a small town in the South Island. Okay. I think you'd maybe even describe it as a shanty town. Really? Yeah. So how many people would live there? Like. A thousand. Oh, max. Yeah. And so it's t- it's a tiny town. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's like near the coast. But this news, for some reason, made it into like news websites. And I tried to have a look around to see if there's any more details. All it is, it's like a photo of a man with his hand on his hips. <laughs> is the only photo taken, and heaps of like washing machines behind him. And then um, the headline is always the longest part of the story. But yeah, somehow that got um, a bit of coverage this week. <laughs> 24 hours, though. So you can do your washing whenever you want. Is that place just going to definitely going to become somewhere where people deal drugs out of? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just straight away almost. <laughs> That's probably why it got announced. <laughs> the dealers needed their customers to know. All right. Well, um, as always, please keep sending in uh, sending in your, your sentence. We only got time for one this week, but um, we we've we've got a we've got a good send in um, coming up soon for next week. So uh, stick around for for that segment next week for sure. But on that note, it's time to go to the moment cam of the week where we cleanse our palates. Yes, the good news story, the part of the show where you get to wash away everything else we've filled your eardrums with and feel like a good person. And uh, t- today's story is a good one. Uh, so the headline is, Fast Food Hero Jumps Through Window to Save Child. Uh, a Chick-fil-A employee um, has uh, Logan Simmons was working the drive through at a Chick-fil-A in Hall County when a car pulled up with a six-year-old choking inside. Ooh. He said, I just... I just jumped out the window and ran straight down to the car. Once outside of the restaurant, Logan jumped in, in the car and found the little boy's mother begging for help with her son's seatbelt that somehow got tangled around the child's neck. Stressful. Cop this bit, right? Logan pulled out a pocket knife, cut the little boy free, and prevented a possible charity. Supposedly, he was he was he was about to pass out. This little boy was like on on like he was he was he was getting choked out. He yeah. Was, he was on the way out and this teenager jumps out of the window of chick-fil-a pulls out his pocket knife and fully just dundee saves this fucking this fucking kid it's legend awesome good dude. man that kid's a badass <laughs> <laughs> like you should be like when when, when you hear about kids with knives in america mm. if you hear that in the headline you go oh shit this yeah. is this is bad but this is one of those exceptions where mm. this kid i think has earned the right to carry a pocket knife around a weapon in general yeah, yeah. i think that <laughs> the city council should make a little specific pass for him yeah he like can carry badge. whatever he wants get some kind of badge yeah, yeah. and it, have it really similar to a cop badge yeah. i think if you save a life you get a look alike yeah. a look alike cop badge which means you can carry a weapon at all times and then on the back of the badge it has that story like it says i saved this little kid once and then everyone has to be like yeah no questions and maybe that also turns into like a weapon yeah oh, the badge is a weapon yeah. too yeah, yeah a ninja star yeah <laughs> So that uh, brings us uh, to the end. We thank you for for sticking around for another episode of Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. Um, we do have a, a, a gig coming up uh, this month um, on the 26th of um, – it's a Friday. It's the 26th of July. We are playing with an American band, Top Nacho, here in Melbourne. Um, uh, we'll be supporting them. So uh, hit, uh, look on the uh, Charging Stallion Facebook page. All the information for the for the gig will be on there. Yep. We're playing at the Cactus Room in Thornbury, and I'm real pumped about it. We haven't played a gig in Thornbury before. We've played pretty much all the other northern suburbs, but yeah. we've never played in Thornbury. So that'll be that'll be here fun i'm looking forward to it and supposedly that room is really really fun and and Mm. and really loud and really rowdy so come down and have a crazy good time looking forward to it (laughs) we love you no night
I remember that. Yeah, bro, good work. <laughs>